Business Unity South Africa is a warning that South Africa could lose its own investment grade rating should it fail to get its economy in order. We're now on the line to Busa CEO Tanya Cohen. A very good morning to you, Ms. Cohen, and thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. What is uh, Busa's point of view? As you heard there, some argue that it's policy uncertainty that has led us here. Others say it's uh, because of uh, the bad governance that we've seen over the past uh, uh, seven or so years. And others argue external factors. Where do you sit? Morning, Sapisa, to you and the listeners. Um, I think that it is a combination of factors. Um, We mustn't discount the fact that we were still experiencing the drought in the second quarter, Um, but I think that also we saw the trade figures um, drop um, only a small amount, but we mustn't underestimate the impact that that has on employment in particular. And then I think that there is a combination of factors around policy uncertainty, around corruption, um, around the lack of fiscal restraint that we saw in um, in the recent past, and the structure of the economy, which is just not geared to to grow. I mean, I was just looking at an article in the Business Day, and it's been said by some that the policy review of expropriation of land could actually scare off investors. Is that being alarmist or? Is it a reality? Is confidence not going to be built through, as you say, fiscal discipline and restraint and tackling issues such as corruption? So there's no doubt that the policy environment is very fragmented and very difficult. Um, regulatory burden is extensive, particularly for small businesses. They are really struggling. I think if we look at the land issue, certainly in the second quarter, there was a lot of anxiety. That has started to change somewhat in the last few weeks. We've seen the president persuade very influential international players, such as the prime minister of the United Kingdom, the Chinese president, the IMF, around um, the plan in terms of land reform. We don't um, believe, as Busa, that it's necessary to make a constitutional amendment, but we certainly believe that land reform has to take place. It has to be extensive and it has to be sustainable. And we failed as a country to do that. So just going forward, what kind of strategic direction uh, should be emphasized? So I think we've started to see positive signals in the last, um, in the last um, period of time. Some of that has been around legislation. So we've seen the um, withdrawal of the expropriation bill pending the Constitutional Review Committee work in Parliament on expropriation without compensation. We've seen the integrated resource plan being released for comment. Now, that is about six years overdue. Um, but there was a real risk during the course of last year that that was going to be finalized without consultation, which is required, um, and that the content of that was not going to be evidence-based and updated. So that's a very positive step. I think um, we've seen certainly progress in terms of the inquiry into SARS, um, obviously, the state's capture um, engagements in terms of the commission of inquiry. So we're starting to see much more transparency and concrete action around corruption. And then there's a considerable amount of social dialogue being undertaken. So business, labor, civil society and government are in extensive talks around what needs to be done. And we think that that combination of factors is positive. Um, I think we can't underestimate the damage that's been done in the last few years. 
and that takes time to address. So we're on the right path, but I think far more concrete action is required. And just finally, I mean, looking at some of the biggest drags on economic growth, agriculture, forestry, fisheries, etc., but in converse, mining has increased. What are we going to be doing to shore up those declining sectors? So I think, first of all, we must look at mining in context, is that they dipped quite considerably in the previous period, um, and I think that the new, the new minister that's been appointed has brought some confidence that wasn't there previously. In terms of the new sectors, I think we would say it's all around policy certainty. There, there are so many areas where um, there are implementation challenges, so in obtaining licensing, visas, um, and giving effect to policies that are in place. So, for example, around land reform or skills and education. Um, and we think that really it is about getting back to basics, focusing on, on where there is a framework, on implementing it properly and efficiently, and then really getting the alignment in place around legislation um, and setting out those large policy frameworks that are going to put us on the right course. For example, on health um, and, um, and on education and skills.